Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Capitalist labour is a name to make a man feel proud And good morning and welcome to the Concrete Gang Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and very proud after our fundraiser on Monday, I feel confident. Good yeah. morning, Gorilla. Good morning, String Bean. Annie on the panel, are you going to be confident about Monday too? I'm always confident. Very good. Always confident. It's going to be a big day down there at the bowling club down in Port Melbourne, Spring Street, Port Melbourne, 11am, be there or be square. We've got the big show on. We've got the jaded cats. We've got the raffle, the raffle prizes. And we've got the staff down at the, down at the bowling club, MUA members. You couldn't get any better than that, could you? I'm absolutely confident that you have done yourself a treat with the catering with the lot. Any complaints, President See of the buzzer. Union, <laughs> Buzzer is the man. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, cut, he'll get there about 11 and go crook about everything. Oh, you haven't done that. What about this? What about that? And steal a bit of cake and go. <laughs> Are we having cake again this year? No, nah, we can't afford it. No, we'll buy this, Buzzer a special cake. The thousand dollar <laughs> cake we got for six hundred. Jesus, I'll put that in there. What do you call those things? They put all the money in the, um, uh, the piggy bank. No, no. The, 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 used to cart the, the, the vault. The vault in the in the uh, the old armored car. armored car. Oh. Yeah, we went to deliver it in the armored car. The cake, right? <laughs> Keep it away from Buzzer. And that bloke. What about him? Oh, Jesus! I better not bring that up. But anyway. Yes, we're reliving uh, the 40th anniversary uh, function. And the cake. And the cake. Uh, that Still wa- paying that off, the cake. <laughs> we got that on the um, <laughs> higher purchase. Remember that? That's why we need you to come along tomorrow, refill so the coffers. That's exactly why we need a good turn-up. We've, got, we've laid on everything. We've got caterers there. We've got everything happening. So it's going to be a big day. Uh, we're, everyone's and looking forward to it. It's buzzing around Port Melbourne. They're all going to be there. So we've got the working class capital of Victoria, Port Melbourne, and the trade unions. 
it's all going to be happening. So it's going to be a great day. And the only thing that will make it even better is make sure everyone turns up. That's right. $20 at the door if you haven't got a ticket. And uh, we have to raise 18500 And uh, let's be brutal about this. We only got promised about four, not all of which has been delivered yet when it came to the Radiothon. Oh. So we need to make sure that if you are out there with nothing better to do on Monday and what could be better to do than Jeez. come to the Concrete Gang fundraiser, help 3CR stay on the air for another 40 years and keep the Concrete Gang going. Uh, at that stage, even I'll be retired. And I ran on a lovely uh, lady at the Rubbly last night and she'd, she'd put in a $50, God love her, which I can't remember her name, but anyway. That, so the people in Port are doing their bit, let's do our bit. And we're also going to be helping out the bowling club too, so... It's good for everyone, the community, the radio, the bowling club. And if, as, as Warren said, if you want to keep us on the air, we've got to do our bit. Kicking off 11 o'clock tomorrow. 11 a.m. There's been a bit of a cooler tar down in Port Melbourne trying to get it started at 10, but we will not be starting at 10, so just start at 11. So It is a long weekend. Sk- special cheerio, you skitty, you miserable little bony ass, but anyway. <laughs> Righto. You've been there, Gorilla, as the bar stocked? Mate, I've, been, I've done that, mate. I went down yesterday afternoon. They've got more beer coming. Mate, they'll keep Victoria afloat. That's what we like to hear. And don't worry, <laughs> and, and the backup plan. Either that or we're going to be in more trouble than the kids in that Thai cave. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a, not a very good analogy there, young Warren. <laughs> a lot of liquid. Righto. Yeah. Let's just talk about a few things that have been happening around the, uh, the traps this week. And I want to start off with a particular company, Rocares. Now, Rocares has 1,600 different names. They have tried to avoid all their responsibilities. The ATO has had to uh, investigate their non-payment of superannuation. You name it, Rocares is up to their neck in it. Everyone who uh, puts their hand up to be in the union, sacked, retrenched. You You can say what you like. They get rid of people. They're up in Shepparton, they're a disgrace, and, I might add, they produce a shit product. Indeed. They owe about $400,000, I think, to workers, and then there's the suppliers as well that are, that are going to be getting a bit nervous about uh, getting paid there. But, um, yeah, we had a couple of panels show up to a job. You stick your keys into the corner of it, and the patching comes out. Well, I think the, uh, it was better than stick in. They just scraped out the patch. Yeah. <laughs> the patch must have been done on the truck on the way down. I can, I can just imagine now a road cares employee on the back of the uh, truck uh, patching it up as they drive down the Golden Highway. And I think some of these misty mornings could be attributed to Rokez. Their, their panels coming through town are still steaming. <laughs> the uh, the mist flowing through the through the city, it's coming off those panels, I think. Rokez, absolute disgrace with their green panels and their faking paperwork. Uh, so their birth certificates are, are faked so that they can bring these green panels in. Um, just absolutely disgrace. Everything you can do wrong, they are doing. And there are some builders uh, who still use them. Even they, even one of those has even got a bit, uh, a bit, uh, mm, a little bit questioning now because his uh, crane company would not lift them. And then even he started thinking, mm, maybe the cheap option isn't necessarily the best option because the crane was set up, the crane was going to operate, but the crane owner said, no bloody way, no, this will disintegrate on the hook. So 
Now the builder's thinking, what money have I really saved by using a shit product that comes out of Rokares in Shepparton? Well, they've done themselves a treat there. That's the way to respond. Don't lift them. Don't allow it. Double-check the paperwork. Triple-check the paperwork because they're falsifying that too. And uh, in terms of paperwork, there's also a problem with another product that's floating around the industry, and we have given the warning out, and that's JLG Scissor Lifts. That's right. We put out an alert uh, a couple of weeks back on them. We've had some of them going to free fall with people in the basket. Um, and uh, we've, so we put a ban on it. We said get them off the jobs. And uh, just this week, the manufacturer, the manufacturer themselves has confirmed um, that they need to come off the jobs. They've, we've had a couple more incidents reported. So, yeah, we're right, obviously right all along there. They, they're no good. We'll get, what is the model number? Nine, 1932R. So it's the JLG Scissor Lift 1932R. 1932. Um, yeah, don't use them. So check them out, stop them, take them away, send a, them back to the supplier. Put a scaffold up there, Saver. Give a yep. bloke a job. That's right. Remember that, Warren, the scaffold dispute, the, the scissor lift dispute, the old BLs? Don't bring it up. I'd love to bring it up. <laughs> we told you so. <laughs> Right, there ain't too many scaffolds have fallen over in the same time that all these uh, elevated work platforms have failed and in some cases, as in uh, the exhibition building, as in uh, the Royal Adelaide Hospital, people have been killed. Ain't been too many people killed uh, off scaffolds in the last 50 years, but I tell you what, there's been quite a few on elevated work platforms and... There have been a lot of people very seriously injured. It's all about money, isn't it? It's all about what's the easiest way, cheapest way, all that. And in the end, they are cheaper and are easier, but at what cost? Cost to the members. A bit like synthetic slings. You know, they're cheap. Three people have been killed with them. You know, they argue about all about cost. Cost all the time. That's right. And the other thing to remember is wind speeds being a windy week with the scissor lifts and the other plant. Um, they've all got ratings that they need to that need to be applied. Make sure you're not working in wind speeds that are above the manufacturer's specifications. Because if you're driving a crane, and you do, you've, you've got a high-risk licence. They will come after you being the driver, driving the crane in, in high winds, and they've got ways of checking these days. They can check what winds are blowing exactly where you are. You know, they can check after, after it's happened, so... If you're doing the wrong thing, and a lot of these cranes are computerising newer ones now, and they and they send messages back to the bosses on mobile phones about overlifting, working in high speeds. So it's, it's you know if you're doing any of that these days, you're taking a big risk. Well, we should just mention that our good friends from Worksafe don't take much interest till there is a serious incident. But when there is a serious incident, and they start investigating. They look at the swims, they look at all the material now that is actually recorded on the computers of these machines, and basically, if you are the operator and you have got a high-risk licence, you are going to wear it, and uh, makes our friends at WorkSafe feel all sanctimonious and good, but I tell you what, a bit of prevention would go a bloody long way in some of the things I've been seen, seen this week, but... 
Basically, if you know it's uh, not supposed to be used, like with these scissor lifts, don't use them. You need to do something about it yourself. Cut to a track. Cut to a track, and we're going to go uh, and hammer some people. Cheers, I thought. Ash Grunwald, Hammer. Jack, Jack Hammer. It's supposed to be Jack Hammer. Good point. Jack Hammer, mate. You, oh, wouldn't, know no. what, you wouldn't know what one of them was, String Bean. Oh, I was born not with a Jack Hammer in my hand. It's true. <laughs> a String Bean. I'm a bit bouncy. I don't know what that means. Anyway, <laughs> we've got a, a, a serious <laughs> issue to uh, bring up because... The CFMEU, Construction and General, actually in the general, covers a whole lot of manufacturing stuff. And one of the things we cover is the manufacture of bricks, tiles and similar product. And out at PGH, there has been a very serious incident. Like so many of these incidents uh, that are occurring off-site, it is an area which is very hard to change. Some of these people have been in business for decades and they have a way of doing things which is still back in the 20th century and in some cases probably the 19th. That's right. And you would think that the one thing that might get them to change their ways would be a fatality in the industry. And we've had just a few weeks ago, uh, obviously, that young bloke in Benella was killed uh, after getting caught in a conveyor belt. Um, and BG, or PGH, sorry, PGH Bricks and Pavers in uh, Thomastown, Clearly didn't learn the lesson just a couple of weeks after that um, tragedy. Uh, they had a young bloke caught in a conveyor belt, almost had his arm ripped off. In fact, the only thing that saved his arm was the fact that the maintenance hadn't been done on the conveyor belt, so it shut down. Um, and uh, the safety audit that followed uh, that incident with the union officials going in uh, just found a, a shocker, shocker of a sight, um, just a, a mess uh, conveyor belts aren't no guards in place um, and access ways uh, completely covered in mess or live hoses uh, conveyor belts beneath, beneath head height that are in your access ways unprotected again um, just a shocker so I think that's an ex-Borrel company um, but now PGH and they've got a few factories so hopefully WorkSafe will uh, do their prosecution business it will be good luck 
nothing much. A wet tram ticket, as the gorilla would say. But, um, but yeah, certainly the union's been right through them like a I'll dose tell, of salts. I'll tell you, years ago, when I was about 13, when I was carting bricks out of a brickyard, I ended up doing brick setting. And that's when you stand there and the, a conveyor belt comes, belt comes on bricks. You've got to take so many bricks off. You can't scratch your ass, scratch your nose. You've just got to take it. And you go all day. You get one break. And you can't cannot stop. I, I remember, never forget how hard that was, mm. you know. And I don't, I don't. I haven't been in brickworks for a long time, but I don't, hopefully, it's. Some, I think that money maybe machinery, but that was all done manually. And the injuries and the things that happened to blokes doing that was horrific. So hopefully, the brickworks have changed a bit since then. But anyway, moving along, what have we got, uh, Warren? Well, I just want to just we had a hammer in the song, and the hammer in use down at PGH is a sledgehammer. To hit the machine to get uh, the clay dust to, to fall down the <laughs> the hopper to clear it out, and but the blokes have to stand on the conveyor belt to do it. Whoa, 19th century, yeah. Charles Dickens, what a beauty! But there's a labourer using a hammer, gorilla. <laughs> All right, oh, Jesus, <laughs> let it go, string bun. I'll work you out. I'll tell you. Now, just a, a, on a mention on the way through. Our good friends from the AWU have uh, had a picket line of sorts in place down at Longford trying to fight UGL, a company who have followed the dictates of ESSO and basically sacked everybody who was working onshore, offshore in the oil and gas. And... uh, CFMEU and other unions and other people have tried to uh, provide some financial support for these blokes. But there has arisen a certain fact that maybe we didn't know until fairly recently, and that is UGL are a CIMIC company. Now, CIMIC Group is the uh, Spanish-owned company, which is a multinational and also owns... CPB, And you will remember only a few weeks ago we reported that the AWU had done a Greenfields Agreement with uh, CPB and uh, that particular agreement was thrown out by the intervention of the CFMEU and I've got to say that the Secretary of the AWU uh, supported that and uh, good, terrific, but the irony is that the blokes down at UGL, a CIMIC company, were in fact out in the grass for months before the negotiations started for that Greenfields Agreement, which was uh, going to destroy wages and conditions in our sector. What the a rotten contra- way to behave. The contradiction is amazing. We'll just mention that because I don't think everyone's understood the full implications of all that. Because we do. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. not the end. They've got a dodgy deal with UGL up in Mildura for the solar plant too, right? Uh, yes, indeed. A rotten agreement, you might say. Indeed. Right, we should also mention CPB out at Skyrail. Yeah, working at the night shift and making blokes walk through the mud uh, just to get around the job and get to the sheds. Uh, the ground conditions out there, terrible. Uh, mud everywhere. They've got light uh, light stands unprotected from other vehicles and sitting in the mud. Uh, the ground conditions are just not up to scratch for anything and they've got... Um, all sorts of plant rolling around there in the mud and uh, just not a fit place to be working at all. And to not be up to scratch after we've had a fatality on a the joint project, the CPB, John Holland's job. We've talked a lot about John Holland's, but CPB, obviously, their job as well. 
So they should have learned their lesson once again. Now, we should just also mention, before we go to Scallywags, the super is up from the 1st of July. It's 215 minimum. There may, in fact, be people who are entitled to more, in which case it's 9.5% of ordinary earnings, but it's a minimum of 215 from the 1st of July. Also, we should mention that from the 1st of July, a number of the award allowances, including core and height and so on, will also be going up, and you should check with the union office as to what the latest rates are. Wage sheets are out on the website as well if you want to have a check. And before we go to Scallywags, cheerio to John Carnavali, who's still in rehab after his stroke, and there is going to be a fundraising function organised for him on the 28th of July. And it will be on the website. It'll be on Facebook. Uh, Hop in and help John and his family in very difficult circumstances where his uh, capacity to go back to work is going to be in question for a very long time. Scallywags. Well, I'll start one from Buzzer. BR Demos. Bernie Rafferty. uh, Doing the old 3AW down in Bank Street in South Melbourne. Well, that, that would be full of asbestos down oh, there. Oh no, it? no, 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 no asbestos there. Then why are we having an asbestos removalist come in if the hygienist has basically uh, not been on the job, and all the asbestos that was identified is uh, not there? Me what thinks, happened to it? Me thinks that uh, Bernie decided oh, I just fix it up himself, push the broom around a bit himself, fix it all up. Yeah, and asbestos can't hurt you. Nah. So, Bernie, love mm. your work, son. We remember, we won't forget, that you have put a whole lot of people at risk. And where's the stuff gone? Well, that's another lot of people who might be at risk. Mm. Uh, also, HMY. Uh, HMY were... Uh, Actually, someone got caught dumping asbestos during the week. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Anyway, there was two uh, WorkSafe visits to their site. There was supposed to be overhead uh, protection. Gave some undertakings. Guess what? Three weeks later, nothing has been done. So, Chris Shears and the boys at HMY, you better improve your act. Chris Shears, please. And we should mention, of course, again, our good friends from Rokez. And their shit product. And I think you've got one. Not paying. Pay the people. Oh, yes. We've got another one. There. Well, I won't mention it. I actually won't mention their name this week. But, but I mean, how low are you going to go when a bloke goes away for someone's funeral and you don't pay him? <laughs> Just think it's pretty ordinary. Ivan the I, Abysmal. I won't mention anyone's name, but. It was out well, I'm going to mention a name in no, a second. No, hang on. Well, if you'd shut up, I'm working up to it. But <laughs> it was out at my pro build job out in Caulfield, and the form worker starts with I and D. <laughs> <laughs> you happy now, you good? Yes, yes, I'm happy. I think we can accept that but nomination. I'm, I'm going to go straight for the jugular. I'm nominating Adam Darby. Adam, son, you go to the disputes panel you have, or at least you have your representative go to the disputes panel. Great big written submission, obviously done by lawyers on behalf of CPB. God blah, love Blah, 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 blah. Ruddy tutty tar. Only one problem, Adam. 
you've spent all this money arguing that the side allowance is set at a certain rate and just because the job is worth more than $1.7 billion, you don't have to pay anything extra. Only problem is you did something different in the email you sent the union. Oh dear, how sad. And this is on top of the fatality that occurred on that job, all the shit that's gone on on that job, because not only has there been that fatality with the whip line, but since a whole lot of other issues have been identified where the rigs are actually being maintained in breach of the manufacturer's requirements. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. How sad, Adam. You better go and see your father-in-law. That's the trouble of those emails, John. isn't it? Once, oh, you, yeah. once you text and emails, they reckon, Don't go away. They, they, no, they just go, I mean, you know, it's uh, the old days we had pigeons and smoke signals and all that. They drift off, you know. Even yeah. they couldn't trust the pigeons either, but now <laughs> it's just, you know. Right, who are we going with for Well, C- CPV brings up Simic, I suppose. Look, Look, looks like our first prize for the raffles just come in. <laughs> <laughs> right, and don't forget that either. $5,000 travel voucher down there on uh, Monday at the uh, bowling club for the Mighty Concrete Gang Turn. Oh. Right, who's going to be our scallywag for the week? Oh, that goose with the email. What's his name? No, I, oh, I actually yeah. reckon Bernie Rowe. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. Oh, reckon... Roquez. How about Roquez? No, nah, no, Bernie, Bernie. Bernie, you're right. You're right. You're right. You have to be right once, Warren. And... and we missed out on it. Could, we could give it for Sookie's a nomination. We haven't but done that yet. The AWU and uh, Rotten Ronnie, Slippery Sam. Geez, a bloke down Geelong could just about feature, but we won't mention that. <laughs> yes, well, I think we'll have the Sookie Lala from uh, Rotten next week, I think. Uh, yeah. I reckon that uh, our good friend Chris Shears could go to Sookie Lala because right. he'll say it wasn't his fault. And, oh. and we'll go in the same old way. Dare to struggle, dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. We're going to go out with Smash It because See tomorrow that. we are going to smash it and get the 18 and a half. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.